Welcome back to part two for the Culture Podcast. Still got Coach TK, Mayor Kane. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, that's Cardell Jones. My bad. <laughs> Damn. That's right. Damn. Hey. Yo, how the XFL life, on the, man? On the weekends. How you the know, XFL man, life? XL, man, yeah, XFL life is amazing, man. I have a great team, man. <laughs> DC Defenders. Y'all we play, right? man, right? it's amazing because we play right in the home of DC United. So, you know, I've been meeting some of those guys and there's, they're, 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 they're cool, man. They're cool. Play they're going to, okay. yeah, play the Audi Field, man. They told me they're going to bring me through to a couple matches okay. this year. So, okay. uh, right. I'm excited, you know. That's, get, get, that's, some, get some more of that mama. Let's bring it down can, here, can you man. bring that national championship ring around hey hey i got you i got you i got you okay sometimes you know you got to keep the fingerprints off you know got to keep it clean okay. but you know got you okay. y'all Appreciate special that. people <laughs> yeah, bring your microfiber <laughs> but uh i bring the gloves <laughs> but yeah we got uh uh more with uh dr jermaine scott and uh featherstone flamingos before we go into that real quick uh, I just wanted to point out real quick: the Mexicans are taking over the uh, MLS. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw this. This this uh, uh, racist on this show. Now? <laughs> yeah, Gargo, tell us where you're Where are you going with it? I know Trump. The comments that are made by this man <laughs> Build do the not wall. represent the whole podcast. <laughs> Build the wall. Uh, Explain yourself. I, yo, you see how that wall falling? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how nature works. <laughs> Oh, that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, no, uh, uh, Rodolfo Bizarro from, uh, Riados, it, uh, he just got transferred over to Inter Miami. Uh, yeah, it's like, so you got him, Chicharito. All we need is, um, your boy Memo, you know, it'd be like, hey, we got, we got half the squad up, up in MLS, man. Like, we, take it over, man. Nah, I thought we were, the whole thing is to get Tata back. Hey, <laughs> he ain't coming back here. I don't want to hear it. Mm. Although technically he's not Mexican, but you know, Mexican coach, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Send him down the final from the national team. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, like, uh, they had, they were interviewing, um, Pizarro, uh, during his unveiling. And yeah, like, he basically said, like, you know, the, the pipeline's not, not stopping, you know, as far as, you know, bringing, um, more Mexicans. Like, they're definitely interested in coming to MLS. I know there's been talk, you know, for a while now as far as the possibility of of uh of MLS and League MX uh, merging, which I hope never happens, but But why not? Are you gonna to travel to Mexico City? Are you afraid of the Mexican takeover? No, I'm not afraid of that. What if it was like League South and like League North and then once uh everything got towards the end of the season, uh that bracket became a little bit more condensed and they had like some sort of Playoff, like a Clausura and Apertura. Um, maybe we could replicate it more on the um, like what they like do in the. Um, it does. No, no, the, in the it cha- does. This is what they do in um, Premier League Two, uh, and for a lot of the academy teams in England, uh, that's the way it's structured. Yeah, yeah but, but nobody North, goes to those games. That's, 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 that's also not true. North and you know, South League, but they're, they're not I, getting seventy thousand something. It's all right. It's all right. I'm We're not going to go into this. Because they do it in England, don't make it right. And that's a far smaller colonizer. That's a far. That's a far smaller area to work with. Like you can you can fit Georgia, you can fit England and Georgia. So yeah, yeah, for the most part, I know my geography. Yeah, Chattanooga. Okay. <laughs> there's always room for Scotland. There's always room for Scotland. But, yeah, I, but, uh, but no, I, I, but it's four hours north of. <laughs> 
that's a running joke. But no, I, I think that I think they'd be setting themselves up for failure there. Um, just as far as like, because especially if you're expecting fans to travel and half these people don't even have a passport, like. No. All right, so it's too, it's too big to sustain. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, that you know we'll we'll get into that um, you know another week. But yeah, I want uh, we got part two with uh, Doctor Jermaine Scott and uh, Feathers on Flamingos. You know, I just want to let y'all know beforehand. Uh, I, I I I love April, and I hope she don't try to come out to my neck after this episode. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, enjoy part two. We'll be back with the uh, two up, two down. A whole lot of racism going on. You know, you don't get into that. Gosh, this is oh, 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 the red shirt. So much get there another day. Don't they have a team uh, in the Concacaf Champions League right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got they're actually more. playing right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it, the team that scored that goal. If anyone yeah, okay. saw that goal, it was pretty Ooh, sweet. Cool. We were just the looking Port at Yeah, the Portsmouth goal. Or not Port- yeah, Portmore. Port- Portmore. Portmore United. Portmore. Portmore. <laughs> so, so here's a question. Um, so here's a question actually for, for, for the doc. Because um, it's something that we actually asked, uh, we've been asking for with most of our um, interviews uh uh, this past month is when did you fall in love with soccer? Yeah, I mean, so I so I'm of Jamaican descent. Um, so actually, this Portmore game is actually kind of special to me right now. But um, so I'm of Jamaican descent. So soccer was just always in the household. Um, and so I grew up playing soccer. I started playing soccer around like four or five years old. Um, the first like World Cup, I actually. Vividly remember it would be 98, the 98 World Cup. Um, and, I mean, I was playing ever since. And I, I stopped playing uh, organized football in uh, high school. And then I picked it back up just kind of playing, um, you know, just kind of like pickup ball um, when I was in Chicago for a little while. And so, um, yeah, I mean, soccer just kind of always been a part of my life just growing up. And so when I got into grad school, it was just kind of a natural transition to, you know, to kind of start writing about it in a, in a kind of a, a historical sense. You know. Cool, cool, cool. Continue. <laughs> oh, wait, whose show is it? Oh, my bad. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the guest here, so. <laughs> my bad. Oh, oh no, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I am interested um, in... Um, April and and kind of the the whole um, uh, Mingo Ladies formation and 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 that supporters group and if you can talk a little bit about the Mingo Ladies. Sure. So that um, stemmed from I mean similarly to Black culture being absent in Madison, Wisconsin soccer culture. When you go to a game, there's not a whole lot of females or people that identify as women present. So that group was created in order to kind of uh, welcome women to the club and to our tailgates, so that. You know, if you if you tend to identify with a certain group or person, you're more like more than likely to go to that event. So if you know that there's another woman that's going to be there, even though she may not be a friend, that may might you know make you kind of come more comfortable on actually going. So Mingo Ladies was created so that there's this group of women and people that identify as women that can kind of come together and support the game of soccer together, whether they're soccer moms or soccer players or just fans of the game or just want to get out and have fun on a Saturday afternoon and, you know, want to be on the capital stand. So 
similar uh, similarly to Featherstone. That's how that was created. So, man, it, it, it is something specific or unique about Ford Madison that is that is really generating a lot of um, like different supporter groups like that are centered around different um, identities because it seems like Ford Madison has really fans. taken the lead. I think know. it's the fans. Like it's the people that are soccer fans. Like that's just it's a, like one big family. Like we want to encompass everybody and everybody brings something different to the game and to the club. And so we want to be able to highlight that. And so that's how these groups kind of branch off, whether it's La Barra or Port Reunion or, you know, Featherstone or Mingo Ladies. Like there's, we want there to be something for everyone. And there's not this competitiveness that you hear about um, with other supporter groups supporting other clubs, like that they clash, like we don't. Um, we tailgate together, we march together, we're in the same section together. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's a Madison thing or, or what, I don't know. It's definitely Madison. It's the the six 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 months of darkness. It's a spotted cow. I like spotted cow too. Let's party. Well, come on up. I actually might come up. The best beer. I work with a company that's based out of Madison. So what are you saying? This sounds like a great story. I'm just saying. They said come up, man. What you tripping on? We talked about this last week. Like, like I said, we need, we need that window where there's sunlight and warmth. Not the, sunlight and warmth that has to be together. Not just sunlight. It has to be warmth with the, with the sunlight. So, you know, we can make that work. It's called summertime. You'll be fine. Summer, summertime. <laughs> summertime. I know you ain't talking Long Beach, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm still here. I'm not running away from it, though. Uh, did you want to mention the sticker that we we, we got oh. go for, going oh, go, just not based on the Henny Derby? Oh, yeah, we got a little something yeah, for y'all, man. Yeah. I'm not sure if Grego is um, privated with um, some, you know, yeah, we broke it out on, 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 uh, on Twitter. You know, just said, hey, you know, check this out real quick. But yeah, well, uh, wait, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask about that. How how are you the sponsor of the Henny Derby? Hey, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how, how these things happen. Well, remember that I was saying earlier. You just gotta badger them and badger them. And badger I mean, them. it's one of those things where you know, I I, I feel like you know I, I was the wingman. I just brought everyone together, mm. and you know, it's like, hey, you know. Hmm. After, after, after the Henny Derby was already established, though, right? Ooh, ooh. Damn, I'm, I'm just trying to Homer coming out of the bush. What? What's that? Homer coming out of the bush. I'm about, I'm about to get my popcorn real quick. Mm. Yo, you might want to get the basement. There's a scud missile. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously. <laughs> I need to know the answer. Side-eye. I can no. feel. I can feel the side. Eye. I'm not even looking. <laughs> I, I, I got. I got some of that side, but that's okay. That is okay. That is okay. What? What's the answer? <laughs> she's legit. She's so Y'all ain't getting away from this. Come on. <laughs> We're all night, aren't we? <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 I got I got Miss April. I ain't, I ain't gonna say her last name either. I ain't gonna do it either. <laughs> Damn, but go ahead. Damn. But what are we getting stickers? That's my question. 
No, don't, don't dig him out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know when I get my sticker. Soon. I just want my sticker, and then you can press them all you want. <laughs> you know what? I just want. I told sticker. y'all, F your Darby. We got a new port Darby coming in the way. Forget it. All right, we gonna go over that. All right, we gotta start. Stuff, y'all. All right. We gonna go smoke that Darby. See, go. see what we did there. I just signed Billy Dee's with the Colt Forty Five. Billy Dee's with us, homie. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna do an enlarged version um, to match the actual um, size of the bottle. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We go. We go. Label heavy, heavy bottles with the heavy. <laughs> yeah, but got a lot of drinking to do. Oh God! But uh, Doc, you still there? <laughs> <laughs> This sounded like a good idea in the beginning. <laughs> so, so Doc, what what else is um like what, going on as far as um, your journey into f- discovering the f- you know parts dive. of the culture? Um, as you said, you you know you came across us, Featherstone, and some other groups, and um like wh- where are you with that? As far, and where are you wanting to go with that? Yeah, I mean. To be honest, I'm I'm really so so my 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 dissertation looked at soccer in the kind of broader African diaspora, um, and so my second project I'm really interested in kind of writing a history of Black soccer culture specifically in the U.S. Right, and it, it seems like this moment seems like a kind of a good uh, way to kind of kind of a good way to kind of gesture towards the future, right? Kind of what what Black soccer culture looked like. Back in the early 1900s, and, and kind of what it is right now, right, with, with, with groups like you know, for the culture and uh, Featherstone Flamingos. Um, so yeah, so, so I'm really so this is kind of just like one piece of a, of a broader project, of a broader of a broader kind of historical project. Um, but I mean, to be honest, I, I mean the whole point of the project is to, I mean, I think I think one of you all said it earlier was to, is to push against this idea that you know black people in the states just don't play soccer or are not interested in soccer. Um, and so I'm trying to provide a, you know, an historical account of that, right? Uh, that that's not the case. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So um, just for example, um, if if I'm kind of ending with this black supporter culture, um, I'm beginning with looking at um, the kind of formation of black soccer teams in New York from like the 1920s to the 1940s. Um, different teams like uh, the New York Falcons or the New York Maroons. Um, and again, these were teams that, you know, had a large contingent of Caribbean and African players, right? So it's still, like, we're still talking about the diaspora, but how it, how it looks in the U.S., right? Um, so that's kind of what, you know, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this whole project. Um, but then also, and I mean, it's, it's kind of one of the last pieces I want, you know, I wanted to get your opinion on, but you know, when we, when we think about you know, soccer fan cultures, oftentimes it's it's in a negative light, right? It's like we're talking about racism, we're talking about racist fans, we're talking about monkey chants, uh, racist abuse. And so I'm interested in kind of how you all see yourselves as part of a Black supporter culture, how you all see yourselves kind of working against that or speaking against that, what seems to be a dominant fan culture, right? What seems to be a dominant kind of toxic uh fan culture in the sport you know kind of how you all 
uh, you know, working against that, really, you know. I think the, best, the biggest thing with having, being in Madison is we do have that support, at, both from the rest of the flock along with the club itself. And I maybe this is me being naive, but I feel like if there was a racial incident, we would be able to shut that shit down as soon as possible. So I think it just helps for us. It's just more trying to get kind of explain it to people like what is and isn't okay and why this is a problem, why we need to be able to stop it at least. I mean, it's always going to happen, but it's a matter of how swiftly can you respond. You know, over in Germany, they got the fans pointed out that person, kicked them out, and the players both on both sides stood by the one that was getting racially abused. And then you see in Portugal, it's the complete opposite. So I think it's just more trying to emulate what happened in Germany, in which if it does happen, you try and call it out as soon as possible to get that person out there. Well, can I let me ask you a question about that? Because the one thing I'm interested in, obviously, we know about the overt reactions of things that are the obvious uh, acts of racism. But what about the things that are like microaggressions as far as like, you know, what I've heard from like a lane United supporter sometimes is like, well, why do you need a black supporters group? We're all united. We're all one. You know, they kind of give you that kind of kumbaya type of thing and that's kind of like a microaggression racist account to it and do y'all hear stuff like that where you know you hit you get that pushback but it's not in an overt way it's kind of like stay in your lane join the rest of the party type of thing like like Kyle said we haven't really gotten any pushback at all from anyone whether inside outside the flock the club like everybody's embraced him like oh what's that about can I be a part of it more so is a question. The question that we get the most is, I'm not black or African American, but can I still be a part of your group? So it's the opposite, which is weird because in the Madison School District, that's not the case. So in the whole state of Wisconsin, and the whole state of Wisconsin, like in Wisconsin, is the worst state to live if you're black or to raise a family. Um, so it's a very interesting dynamic that the soccer culture is the complete opposite of, you know, the the rest of the normal American culture, right? It's it's really weird. We're in like a little bubble, I feel like. Yeah, man. I need some of that. You know, uh, when we <laughs> when we first started, you know, kind of like brainstorming about Florida culture, the idea did come about, you know, uh, starting out as a as a as a supporters group, and honestly, it wasn't so much, you know, worried of being so worried about you know how we're going to be received because because that that element does exist uh and to be honest it, uh, i think it has been brought up here because uh, i don't know if you guys have talked to uh footy mob uh i know like the original idea behind uh that group was to be the black uh supporters group here and i don't know if it's just a case of just general networking at the time when when the group started but Obviously, since then, you know, it's become very diverse, which, of course, is perfectly fine. Um, but uh, the reason why we didn't do it, one, is because I think we saw very early on that there is a message that really went beyond just Atlanta United that we wanted to cover. And we were like, yeah, like, we didn't want to just kind of limit ourselves to be like, hey, you know, we're about black people, but we only want to be for Atlanta United. Like, we want to be for, you know, the brotherhood and sisterhood. Like, we think there's so much more that um, that we can cover, and it's and it sends a bigger message. And and then second, we just didn't want to do the drama because, of course, you know, I, I think 
and especially in a lot of MLS corners, there definitely is a lot of drama when it comes to supporter groups. Like I've, I've seen it firsthand here, and I'm like, yeah, like I said, I'd rather be about positivity and, and you know, fellowship. And I'm like, save that drama shit for another group because I don't want to be about that. I want to be about that positivity and uplifting and networking. And you know, if if we can all get put on, and let's get you know, let's all let's all eat. And uh, I, I I try not to, you know, make it overly uh, complicated. But at the same time, it, like I said, it's just really just about fellowship. Like you know, I, I, I'm I'm all about connecting to as many people as possible. I said you know whether like I said my like I said earlier like I uh, the target. The attended target is black, but at the same time, you know, you end up seeing people just like how uh, everyone was talking about, you know, you have people who aren't black that just say, hey, I, I still support your message, and, you know, I'm, I'm with that too. And it's like, that's what's up. And, and uh, but yeah, I think that at the end of the day, um, fellowship is always our, our big thing. And, you know, if we can help out other groups or um, other entities and, you know, with, with what they got going on, and, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all about that. Shout out to the allies. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 I mean, again, like, it's, a, it's, it's just a really beautiful culture to kind of see, um, emerge within the last, like, two to three years, right? Like, it just seems like all of this is kind of happening very quickly. Um, kind of, you know, but in a good way, right? It's just kind of like picking up a lot of steam. And so, um, I mean, even myself, like I've been inspired. Uh, I'm, I'm originally from South Florida. Um, and so I've just been inspired thinking about, you know, what, what might, uh, you know, uh, a supporter group, a black supporter group for inner Miami look like, or Miami FC, or even the Fort Lauderdale League One team, right? Like what might, how might that look, right? Because especially in the Miami, in the Miami scene, it's very, um, it's very uh, Latino, right? It's very um, Cuban specifically. Um, and so um, I feel like sometimes that kind of Caribbean nature, that Black Caribbean nature, the Black Caribbean dynamic gets lost um, kind of in the broader narrative of inner Miami. So I'm just trying to figure out, again, just being in what I've seen, you know, trying, you know, how to, how to emulate that in, um, in Miami. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, we actually had a correspondent, uh, uh, Koya, uh, uh, he, uh, yeah, he helped us up with some footage on down when um, NBC was down there for uh, Premier League Premier League morning, mornings uh, back in uh, early January, right. and you know it's something that we actually talk about with him all the time because of course we we know just like you do you know that that Caribbean uh, contingent down there is real, and I'm like I'm Absolutely. I'm hoping that it doesn't get I hope that it gets embraced uh, down there because obviously the Latino uh, element down there is is definitely in effect as well. And we, Huge. we've, uh, we connected with them, with their supporters down there. Shout out to, uh, uh, Vice AD 1896. And, you know, we are, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, really hoping that that element, uh, comes out. Cause, um, I think it would be, of course, if anybody that knows Miami like that knows there's, there's a lot of fractured communities down there. And I, and I've always said that if there's any market down there that's, that's tailor made for two, two clubs, it's probably is Miami. And, um, uh, but I'm hoping that into Miami can try to bring together as much of the city as possible. And that definitely uh, involves bringing, bringing the yardies down there, you know, bringing out pork and beans. I'm like, yeah, like 
those neighborhoods need to be, you know, included as well. So hopefully uh, that, that happens. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, thank y'all, you know, thank y'all for everything for you know having this conversation. Um, I mean, that's really all I have. I mean, I don't know if y'all have any questions for me, but I mean, y'all have been great. Uh, I, I got a question. I got a question actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, have you uh, looked into uh, taking a focus as a fo- role of like HBCUs in this process as well? I mean, I have to ask because you know someone who played. Oh, you know, it's something that gets skipped over a lot, but especially with, you know, some teams coming from HBCUs that have had some impact, and obviously with the the role that has played, again, with the Caribbean influence and African influence, um, that has been a pipeline for many um, players and communities to get highlighted within the U.S. game from, you know, the 50s, 60s on to now still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the biggest example would be Howard University, right? Um, Excuse me, what, I mean, what, they, what university they, was that? What, what, what university Howard was university? it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's, he's alone. No, he's alone. No, never heard of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This dude. Yeah, here, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of him from Tallahassee, so uh, I share the HBC love. Fam, goddamn you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think it's, it's just one of those things as far as like, I know from my aspect where, you know, looking at the opportunities for, again, like I said earlier, coming from a, a background of, you know, being the only black kid on the team and then having the opportunity where you're surrounded by your people, like that was a huge decision fact uh, maker for myself. And the fact that I was like, yo, I could play on a team full of my brother's you know, from all over the place. And the thing about it is beautiful. And this is just HBCUs in general is the fact that like, even though like we're all, you know, of color, we're so diverse and so different in so many ways. And that was the thing that was so beautiful about that experience. And it's one of those things that it, it, the stories need to continue to be told, but also to continue to be highlighted. And I think for us as, you know, for the culture, we keep on trying to highlight that community, but also I know within the black soccer coaches, uh, advocacy group within the United Soccer Coaches, that is one of the priorities within this coming year is to keep on highlighting these HBCUs to make sure that our kids of color know that this is an option. That these schools are not only, you know, they have those teams as well, but they're also is good schools for the majority of them. Um, and that's another part of the story that needs to continue to be highlighted as well. Culture wise. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think Howard is, is, is uh, particularly important in this story because they, I mean, they, like they kind of, they're, I guess their dominance in NCAA soccer is really in the 1970s, right? And um, they win the NCAA championship in 1971 the NCAA takes it away from them for some bullshit reasons um, in, like, the next year. And then they win it again in 1974, right? And this is all in the context of when particularly youth soccer, so we're talking about, you know, um, the AYSO, they're really trying to promote the game as a quote-unquote American game, right? But, of course, we know this is racially coded as, as, you know, as a white game, right? So in this same moment that, um, the national, you know, kind of, a, you know, the American Youth Soccer Organization is really trying to promote this game as an American, um, you know, i.e. white game. You had this black school winning the NCAA championship in the 70s, right? And so 
it's a really important moment kind of in HBCU history, but also U.S. soccer history, right? That that uh, that we have a black school kind of being excellent on the pitch, right? And mm-hmm. Showing and kind of disrupting that that project to really mm-hmm. lighten the sport, right? To show that no, you know, black people can't play this game as well, like just as good as as white college athletes or, or white people in general. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that was a shameless plug. I'm not even gonna lie. I was trying to alley oop that to myself, kind of like the slam dunk contest, like off the backboard. I'm sorry, I had to, y'all. I, you, you did I it, apologize. Man. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Oh man! Before we uh, we let you, let you guys go, where can you find the Funnestone Flamingos? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, should be at Featherstone Flamingos, um, and then you can reach out to April, Chris, and I on our own Twitter pages as well. So you should be on AOL. Oh my God. <laughs> I got my black panty page. I got my black panty page still up. An actual domain. But yes. We're going to get the big ladies. 608.aol.com. Yes. An actual domain. That's all I needed. Yo, I saw, I got someone's email. They still got the hotmail open. Oh, wow. Wow. They still do Hotmail? I, I have Hotmail, man. Stop. Stop. No! AOL's the OG in this. Well, oh, yeah. Doc, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me uh, really on Twitter uh, at it's Jermaine, I-T-S-J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. Yeah, that's, that's really the main spot you can find. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, thank you uh, uh, for coming on. Next week, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Yo, Doc, this is awesome what you're doing, man. Like, seriously, you, you're making me inspired now. So I got I still got some credits left on my masters now. Maybe I might have to do what you're doing, man. And hey, make it happen, man. But, you know, I mean, also know that what y'all are doing is very dope and it's contributing. I mean, we're all contributing to the same project like, from different angles. Yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, just keep doing what y'all are doing. You know, hopefully we can link up in the future and you know, keep this moving. Absolutely. Well, you got some fans over here, basically. That's what yeah, I'm we're gonna shout, uh, send some stickers, guys, yeah, his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for having us on. We appreciate it. Thank and you, thank, April. Thank you all. Yeah, yeah, thank you. you. We appreciate it. Thank everybody. you. Cool. You take it easy, man. Yeah. All right, guys. You too. Much love, you guys. And we are back. Uh, Does anybody have a, a white kit yet? We do. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So, uh, we, we we went into the, the gold room. No, the the. Oh, you guys put money down after that expenditure. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just photos. No. <laughs> I was trying to go for the photo op. I was like, "Damn, I fucking missed." Yo, it. I, that, that was one thing I was mad. I was like that 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 you guys weren't there. Was like, "Damn, we could have had some had a whole." It could have been lit. Dude. Well, yeah. no, it really Stay bummed color. me because like you came to my office and then we're like, "Hey, I'm about to go meet Rashad." I was like, "Cool, like I'll see you guys like in two days." <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and made an album. Yeah, yeah and then it went off. So it's all right though. I was like, "They had a professional photographer." It's okay. <laughs>
No, no, they just no, had, we didn't. They just had like the lady up in there, just you know, taking pictures. Just like y'all did the Ray Crown, and I did a little. I mean, sorry, the Red Man, Magic. Met the Man album together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, all That's I know it. is those photos didn't require Photoshop or Lightroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were great photos. <laughs> y'all look magnificent. Nod your head. This is where you nod <laughs> your head. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. It was great. So, okay. I guess Ron Yans from FC Cincinnati, he didn't get read the Dr. Dre rules as far as you can't say the N word when the, the when rap music is being played. Like you don't, like you ain't got those type of privileges, man. Gregor, what's my favorite song? Rat the tat like. <laughs> do we do we know what song he was playing? Oh no, my god, I want no. that info. I don't no. want that info. You, I think you're the most inside player. <laughs> Tony, you're gonna have to figure Actually, it out. Coach Jalson. Phil Johnson plays for FCC. Man, we might have yeah, let's make the call. Yeah, man. Yo, uh, but yeah, like they, they, they had a press conference today because, uh, of course, Yon, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, Ron Yon's the FC Cincinnati head coach. He got former. accused. Former. Yeah. 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 No He's gone now. Uh, he got accused of saying the N-word. Apparently, from what the front said, this wasn't the first time. So Wait. what we should start a thread on Twitter and they know ask about people, this behavior. Uh, what they what they think the song was. That is <laughs> that would be interesting. I wanna Yo, know what people song. think. Polls going up tonight, folks. <laughs> but uh but no, I, I think that it's it's absolutely remember when people were talking about FC Cincinnati was like this can't miss expansion project and like they're already this might be their third manager in less than you know, two years and number whack jerseys, nothing yeah. to be excited about. I mean, I mean, they got the stadium, which I think is coming next year, but that's about it. And, yeah. it, and, it, and it, it, it just sounds like the organization that we thought was there is not there. That's supposed to be our rival, too, right? Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's our rival. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think it's crazy. And, um, you know, like yeah, I think we might have to do that, do that poll. That actually might all be. the socials. Like, hey, please, I really want to. Stop boys already which, working on it. These culture vultures that we've had as a part of our, you know, mm. followers. Mm. You know, they love the culture and they love it so much that they're going to write the N word in their captions on their, oh. on their socials. You know, same thing. Same thing. You didn't have to go there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So, so it, many unfollowers. So, you know, to our. Uh, but that goes back to like that that, that same joke that the uh, it, the joke comes from uh, Chris Rock as far as like can white people say the n word and it's like not really, and you know, I get it. You know, obviously you, you're going to hear rap music out heard out in public, but it's like yeah, just. Figure out some type of creative way to just not do it. <laughs> Especially if, if you're a robber. Just do the fade off. Just do the fade off. It's a decent right? amount of options, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you could say Jigga. You know what I'm saying? Ninja. Ninja, maybe. That might be a little too close. You could say <laughs> figure. I don't even. I don't like my, my main fade, figure. Just, just fade away. Just, just to. I was just gonna say, in order to do those things, you have to come off with a little bit more, you know, swag, as they say, or you know, confidence, because can't be saying figures in the middle of a song, and you know, like 
then I'm gonna hear it wrong. And I'm weak. like, you said exactly. what? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. it's, the, it's exactly. better to just not do it. Have you ever been in a situation where you look around to see if they're gonna say like, absolutely? I'll wait. Dude, I'm side eyeing hard. That, that keeps you. From, that keeps you from starting trauma. <laughs> just avoid it. Just avoid it. I mean, maybe you can do this. No, I'm not condoning this. No, I'm not condoning this. But you know how, like, the theory or, or, or what people may, may say is like, all right, if you're in a forest and if a tree falls, <laughs> does it really make a sound? Mm, does it? Deep, if when you, when, if all right, so the person you just referenced or persons that you just referenced, if they're not around, do they still say it? What are sound waves? Oh wow! Mm. You gonna be a scientific wow. man? <laughs> just saying. You know what, what's a tsunami? It's got to bounce off something, of something that has an effect at a at one place, and then has a huger effect in another place. It bounces off, like Portugal. So shout out to all my niggas. <laughs> I did major audio production, baby. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, actually, this this whole weekend was just. It kept kept resetting after resetting after resetting. It's like, bro. But we saw one that that actually. You know where I guess people stood up to it. You know what? Um, yeah, yeah, G- Germany. Yeah. Mm. Like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. We need to do the proper thing for the for the German people. I think they did a great thing. Go ahead. We just need to take a second. <laughs> mm. Thank you, thank you. You were the back. Thank you. I think y'all are real ones. Y'all are real ones. Like... Champs. Yo, Champs. What, what the hell was up with his hair, man? Hey man, are you questioning Black Panther? Don't question the Black Panther. Hey, you can't question the Black something Panther. Something new. You something can't question different. Black Panther, man. You right. just jealous because you ain't got hair. Yeah. It just wants oh, a little no. flavor. I, I, I don't even know what I would even do with myself if I had a, a proper hairline, man. I have dreads. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I begin discriminated for regular jobs. That's what I begin. Speaking of dreads, that's part of my two down. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, but no, I, yeah. I, I, I'll get that into up to now, but yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to, to, to Germany. Uh, I, I damn, I, I missed the um, the team that uh, that did it. But yeah, basically, it was like some second, third division. Right? And uh, why can't it be? You, you had you had uh, away supporters doing a racist chance, and basically they they got kicked out fast. The the home supporters, like you know, Nazis out there, they don't they, they weren't playing that at all. And you know, for for all the times that you know we hear about these chants happening and nothing gets done right away. It's like, it's, it's good on them for, you know, just acting on it right away on their own and not, you know, not waiting for, you know, the team to do something and say, Hey, we're not about that. And now, it, what was cool is you, you had all those, you know, what happens in a situation like that? The bystanders just let shit happen. Mm-hmm. And the bystanders actually were like, nah, yo, that shit ain't right. It's right. this motherfucker right here. Who's doing this racist ass shit. This whole, hey, this- right here, him. Uh, aisle five, uh, seat JJ. No, no, no. Aisle five. You're on seven. <laughs> aisle five. <laughs> but, so they pointed him out, and you know they weren't, weren't with that shit. I'm unlike Portugal, hmm. because not only were the fans, you know, they weren't doing anything, but the players, like, hey, got to eat all this. And like, Musa Mariga from uh, Porto, he's a striker. Uh, uh, for the team, and you know, he countered uh, more racist chants, and yeah, the players on both teams were like, "No, no, don't leave, don't leave, no!" Like, like 
the optics of it, one was just absolutely frustrating. And, you know, I wish there, there would have been more context as far as, like, why they were trying to make him stay out. Because it, it felt like it was more than just, you know, you know don't go. It's like, you, it should be like, no, we're, we're going to leave with you if it's going to be like this. Like, that's the part that just, like, really just did not make any sense to me at all. Um, like, that was just, that was real tragic to watch. Like, really this, like, you're seeing it breaking out. You're just like, can it get in the worst? Yeah, it can. Like, everyone wants to, um, to stop. Yeah. No, you, y'all, you're not even trying to let him go. I'm like, that was just bad. Like, just really bad. But, um, what you got, Tommy? Are we ready to go two up, two down? Yeah, man. Let's, let's get into it, man. Should I start us out? Yeah, man. Light skin was good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um. I'm going to start with my two down. Uh, first thing is, you know, new season of uh, Narcos Mexico came out. And I haven't finished it or whatever, but I'm like, you know, in the first few episodes. But I think it was the second episode. If y'all haven't seen it, you got Quavo and Narcos Mexico playing huh? the role of Rick Ross. Not oh, the rapper. The original. Rick Ross, the original yeah. drug dealer, Rick Ross. Ross. And my problem with that is like, it narcos if you have like both the Colombian aspect and the Mexico aspect have been great. They've been it's been a great series to watch. Hold on, hold on wait, wait, wait. Didn't 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 Quavo have tattoos on his face? Thank you. Okay. So and then did Quavo or does Quavo have long ass dreads? Like the yeah. shit doesn't make sense. It's one of those things where you feel like whoever was doing the cast, he was like, you know what, Quavo's pretty famous. You know, he's pretty pub. Let's go ahead and get him. He's been in TV shows before. Yeah. Let's do... Atlanta. I, yeah. But that, that was like a small part. I mean, like... Atlanta. You're talking about like a major... And he wasn't character. acting. Exactly. <laughs> he was that, that's my point. That's my point. It's he like, plays okay, himself in almost everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're talking about playing a character. It means you got to enunciate. But also, it was like, all right, nothing about it made sense because, first of all, he has long ass dreads. Back mm-hmm. in the 1980s, people weren't... Brothers weren't rocking dreads like that. If they were rocking dreads, you were like Rastafarian or, you know, like true, like true down to the roots. Mm-hmm. Dreads wasn't a thing until like the late 90s, really. Mid mm-hmm. late 90s. So there's that aspect. Yes, he has a facial tattoo and thing. So they got to cover all that up. It was one of those things. It was just like, it was just lazy casting. That's unfortunate. And so that was my two down that because Narcos has been great up until then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried not to let that bother me. Um just because it seems like the whole thing took It could be worse. It could, it could have been Joey Saldana and Nina Simone. It could have been worse. Nah. Yeah. Wow. Nah, yeah. You, nah, you, you, maybe you need, to, you need to watch a little few episodes. Wow. Wow. You retract that statement. Yeah. One, yeah. The coach is going to look at you differently. Mm. <laughs> fuck was Greg on? I'm going to do one down, but more ups. Okay. Because... I think I've been cast as a person who's always negative, but I'm going to be What? You? I know. It's all right. All right. So, <laughs> Did we get a review? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tony's always negative. <laughs> Tony got so, a um, I don't know if you can see. I'm rocking my new uh, Manchester United. It's beautiful. Third kit with the roses. Really ensemble. beautiful. <laughs> uh, this was... Damn. Damn, my third. <laughs> shout, shout out to... Uh... <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> 
It's a dead on impression, but I don't. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But this was given to me by one of my former players here, Anwar. It's part of culture. When we were at Memphis for the Memphis 901 game, he was rocking with us at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He went to Old Trafford, bought the set at Old Trafford, sent it to your boy. He's like, Coach, here you go. Blessed it. So, my idea is that we're going to give him a culture care package. Culture okay. care. So, hmm. I'm actually is working. this going to be the first culture recipient cares. of the culture care package? Is that no, what we're, are we yeah. calling no, out? No, because Koya got, got his. Well, if, if he. Did it have stickers? <laughs> My bad. Damn. Coyle, so. we got you though. We're gonna get your address. We're gonna send some down. Hey, he still needs to get a shirt because he still doesn't have a sh- crack out. Hey, no. Hey, we we all went out. We oh had the wings. God. We had the wings. We had the wings. He he was busy. All right. All right. So anyway, Shahir, we got a culture care package coming to you up in up in the. Like living in Jersey. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's no longer in Memphis now. Expected ah. through uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually working on something for Memphis. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, that was up. Another up is, uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It was a true moment of, like, y'all know that gif of uh, Spider-Man, seeing the other Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. And, like, yo, oh, oh, shit, yo, is this Rasta Drake or is this, like, Toronto Drake? You know what I'm saying? Like, that one, uh-huh. right? So, I'm at this NPU neighborhood planning meeting last week in the West End, and I see a martyr policeman there, and on his name badge, it says T. Carter, and I go up to him, and I'm like, uh-huh. hey, man, what's your name, bro? And he's like, Tony Carter. And I'm uh-huh. like, what? Now, what's mind that? you, he's light-skinned, bald, and with a beard, bruh. We both looked at each other like <gasps> Inception moment. <laughs> Literally my mind blew. And it was just crazy. I was like, that was a good moment though, to be around another, you know, Tony Carter, you know. But this still only one on Tony Carter, but we don't go in there. And then another another up I have. I got three ups and one down. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna change it up for y'all. This past weekend, uh, you know, it was Valentine's, I had a lot of Valentine's Day with my, my daughter. And took her to this Lego used store. It's called Leonard Brick Company. And like it was like nerded out in Lego like and like it was the coolest thing. I don't care y'all can laugh at me, make fun of me. No, I love Lego. No, that that Prince one was dope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't dropping thirty bucks with a Prince. No man, that was worth it. Uh, Yeah. But any Lego you can think of, they got it. And if they ain't got it, they'll get it, type of thing. Mm. And so we spent like a good hour in there just uh, building and everything like that. And like there's these crusty ass boards around and she's like, Yeah, get out of my way, blah blah and she's still bricking it up. You know what I'm saying? Bricking legally, not you know. I don't want y'all to think that my We got you, we got you. Breaking down bricks, you know what I'm saying? We got you, we got you. <laughs> she ain't the snowman. Bricks. <laughs> Method the snowman. All white bricks. I mean Still the snow girl. <laughs> my brick. I mean, she is named after Memphis, you know what I'm saying? Corner break, ice. Ice, ice. That's the juice right there. Juice man, baby. I'm talking about the Jesus song. It's like bricks. All All white bricks. bricks. Yeah, that's what she said. All white bricks. Anyway, so that's my three up, one down. Uh, Looks like, uh, uh. Leon is up. 
Yeah. Mm. The Mexican invasion. Yes, for those of you who don't know, of course, Champions League started uh, uh, back up both in Europe and also here um, in North America. Your boy, uh, none of us are Liverpool guys, so. Thank God. Yeah, so y'all caught that L. Booyah. The champion. But um, and, uh, our, the home team's actually uh, is, is is the game over yet, or it's almost over? Yeah, it's still one one uh, for the home team against uh, Montagua. I think it's I think spell it. M O N T A U G A. I I don't know. I I can't think off the top of my head. Bear, bear, what's 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 going with your two up two down? All right, my two up two down. <clears throat> Uh, CCF plays began, so I guess that is a good uh, way to start on my one of my ups. Mm. Another one of my ups is um, Holland just keeps scoring. What is up with this guy? Just continue to score. Uh, it's been great watching um, Dortmund since he's joined the club. But uh, as far as my two down, uh, my first down, this one's for my boy Jack out there in culture land. Uh, Jack was just in Daytona. Uh, he's big, he's big NASCAR fan as well. Oh, yeah, big Jack. He was yeah, just yeah. Just in uh, Daytona this weekend, and uh, right at the end of the race, uh, a driver by the name of Ryan Newman um, mm-hmm. got hit from the rear, and the car was uh, flipped over a couple times, and, and yeah, that drove nasty. On, his, um, on the top, and, and it it was really bad, but. Reports are saying that he is uh, he's alert. And yeah, he's alert. He's 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 alive and well. He's he's responding well. So, big ups to Ryan Newman and the whole like NASCAR community and my boy Jack because he was there live watching it and it was you know I saw it on TV and it was pretty disturbing and pretty awkward and and silent. So um, you know it's it's good to hear uh, that you know he's doing well. And my second down. You know, Tony, coach, got to spend Valentine's with his daughter. You know. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I was solo dolo on Valentine's, so I didn't really uh, oh, man, have any plans. You know what I'm saying? Hindsight's man. always twenty twenty. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, maybe next time I'll take that invite. Yeah. You know, but you know, uh, it's time, man. I'll use, oh. Hate Mill one, the original one. Oh, yeah. That's I, I, the, I, I, that's I missed the um, uh, Hooters had, had uh, free wings, too. They yeah. Did. Yes, they did. Usually they have a live band there. They didn't have a live band there this year, but usually they have a live band. I did go to Waffle House. Okay. Yes. So nice. Same you know, here. Same here. Right there, you know. So that was, that was good. I did not. Not and this time. Not this time. All right, Charlotte. Let me say it. Let me see. I you, that's my go-to. My usual. I <laughs> switched it up. I switched it up. You know, mm, you know, nah, you ain't got to get grits? the All-Star special, y'all. I do grits. You do grits? Dietary thing right now. I just oh, had okay. to switch my it bad. up. You my know, bad. but uh, I took I got a, I got a hash brown bowl. Okay, okay. Soup that thing up. You know okay. what I mean? Yo, but, did your cooks have the arm sleeves though? Yeah, they ain't yeah. real unless they had the wolf they arms. Oh, they, 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 they were they were look, they were in there ready to go. Okay, they, were like, they, right. they got the Iverson arm sleeves. They look like <laughs> they look like the ones when when you interview. You heard when they were talking about yeah, yeah the interview. <laughs> can you they fight? They the question if you can fight. Fight. They look like those kind of people. They can fight. Got to be able to fight. That's that's a requirement to work at Waffle House. You got to know how to fight. Question thirty. But uh, but I, I, I say this to say, you know, in my my second down, you know, I, I, I might have been alone on Valentine's, you know, but you know that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. So if you ever want to shoot your shot, my DMs are open. 
Where can they find you, Rashad? At CEO Kane. C A I N. There we go. There we go. All right. Oh, with shirt I, I, I don't know how to follow that, no. that up, but I, got, but I got you. But I got I you. I don't have the facilities. <laughs> I don't, though. That's the same. Uh, That's like Eddie Murphy, three buttons off the top level. You got Boy, the taco meat, Sean? Look at that chest there. show the taco meat. Boy, he came swagging it out. What's the news? The gold chain and everything. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Come here for that thirst trap. Like, for real. Um, mm. my, my up is a, is a, uh, I got an up and a down, kind of tied up in the one. All Star Weekend, you know. Um, you know, I think it's probably one of the better ones we probably had in a long time, just from top to bottom. Uh, you, you know, going from the down, this, of course, the slam dunk contest. You cannot jump over. A seven foot, foot five and lose, and and mind you, before that you had what five ducks that were fifties, and you managed to lose the slam dunk contest. You okay with a joint? What joint? Like a share? Like co-winner? Yeah, co. Um, you do it for I, other I, shit. You do co true, rookie of the years. You do co MVPs. I was I, fine with the co. I think all considering, you know, it's like why not? You know. The fact that people were talking nobody that much. Nobody would have been mad. Yeah. Oh, nobody would have been mad if did a joint. The fact that people were talking that much about the slam dunk contest, because it started out kind of like, yeah, you know, you had you had 85-year-old Dwight Howard, you know, doing dunks from 2000, 2007. And, and uh, it's one of those things where it was like it, it, it started slow, but it, it, it picked up real fast. Business picked up real fast. You know, uh, shout out to Derrick Jones Jr. And uh, I said, why y'all like against this be getting robbed all the damn time, man? It's, it's crazy like, because I I would think that the fifth dunk, like he said, all right, I got four straight dunks. I shouldn't have to dunk again. His fifth dunk might have been all the 50s. best one. They were all 50s. I'm like, because Derrick Jones, like, I think like his, like his first dunk was like a 47, yeah. I think. I'm like, bruh. So if you count everything, I mean, he, yeah. he, overall, he still didn't. Have enough points. Did, uh, over Aaron Judge. Overall, not Aaron Judge. I think uh, Eric Gordon. Sorry. It's been a while. Not been a while, but it's good to see an actual competitive one where both yeah. dunkers. And that's the thing, because like they had a, uh, the the white dude from uh, from Milwaukee. That dude was they getting helped. money too. Oh really man, that dude was getting really money. Helped, I was that's like, that's why I had to post that thing. That's really helped. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> when I saw that that he wasn't in the finals, so I was like, hold up. His dunks were nice too. I was like, like the one, the, the I, I one where, 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 where the alley yeah. off the backboard. I was like, that's probably like the greatest. And I love that he sold it. He was like, yo, I tapped that glass. Yeah, like look at that. Shit. And then stand right there by the judges, like, what you gonna give me? And <laughs> that was, I like, I swear, you gotta sell it. Man. Any, you any gotta sell it of any white dude that's been in the same contest. I think that's the best dunk ever by a white dude in the contest. Easily, like better than Britt Berry and going for the foul line, like that was True. the nastiest yeah. one ever. Uh, and that's with the one that did before that with the Billy Ho dunk. I was like, mm, that's it. Mm, we might have, we might have go in the in the chronicles for that one. But uh, but no, that and then of course uh, the up being the actual uh, game on Sunday. Uh, you know, obviously the whole weekend you had tributes to Kobe. If you if y'all been on on the, on, the, on our twitters. Um, 
you said you've been seeing a lot a lot of Alan Iverson videos is like hugging every 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 damn body like he just been an, uh, just emotional since you know the passing of Kobe like I, like it's that same draft class, man. Yeah. 96 draft class was no joke, man. One of the greatest the of best all draft time. class, I think. And, you know, people always, you know, want to have those rivalries and everything. But at the same time, that's that's a brotherhood in its, in its own self. And especially when you go through battles and, like, hard, hard battles. Like, you definitely develop that type of respect. And then when you lose, you know, one of your brothers like that, like, that's a – you know, like I said, like we mentioned, you know, a few weeks back after um, after the accident happened, like we've never really lost someone that young that was that big of a status, and so I think I think it's definitely you know resonating, especially in that community, a lot differently than like if if Kobe like died in like in the sixties or seventies, like like it's it's definitely a different key, but. There was one thing that I, I definitely want to shout out, like the the opening to the All Star game, like when they were talking about Chicago, and just you had Obama and Jordan and and um and uh Common and uh like you had Chicago basically represented in that video, and like they're overlooking like this on this floor model of the city, and it's like that was really beautifully written and really beautifully just. Everyone just kind of like talking about, you know, how they felt about their city and how they felt about Chicago basketball. Like, you know, because a lot of those guys and people grew up, you know, around Jordan and went in and, and uh, you know, bringing those championships in the 90s and like, and just how it kind of represented, like, you know, what Chicago is about in, in whole. And like, it was just a really beautiful uh, piece. Um, my downs. Um, really, I, I, I said that, that Musa Mariga, um, incident was just like, that was just wild. Um, you know, especially those, I watched the replays a few different times and, you know, it was just really, just a really, a real bummer to see. And, you know, you don't want to put somebody through all, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's just... It's, it's, it's uncalled for and it's just unnecessary and you know I'd be shocked if if uh, if, if he decides like you know just get me out of here this ain't worth it and you know, we, we, we talk about it in private because of course we see these incidents happening on, on enough of a regular basis like why are all these black players like really just you know why they stand in in um in uh in Europe like that, especially given all the all the different incidents and like it's just it's 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 wild. Um my uh, I do have a but can, can you uh get my coat uh uh Rashad? Yeah that one, that one, that one. Yeah, I need to grab something here out of out of the pockets real quick. Um, mm. Tense, tense moment. All right, let's see. What's Grego gonna pull out of his pocket? Bam! Oh, what's this? Bam! Ooh, what's that? <laughs> bam! Bam! Grego, <laughs> explain, 
explain what these these bands are to the folks listening at home and and elsewhere. All, all these all these bands got you got to count the bands. Uh, are <laughs> How many bands new, were there? New new stickers uh, that'll be coming to ftcut.myshopify.com. We actually might include these in our new Patreon program. Uh, but yes, uh, we got uh, stuff for Black History Month, stuff for the home team, stuff for Henny Derby, like like we talked about in the. Um, uh, during the during the interview, and um, but yeah, um, yeah, these yeah, thanks to Sticker Mule, like they uh, they came through with the with the with the heat, and yeah, we t- took advantage of it. So yeah, we're uh, blazing the hot fire, man, blazing, blazing, thank you, Sticker Mule. <laughs> TK, uh, what what you got, man? Oh, Roy, let's see. Um, ups and downs. Uh, I don't oh, know if I've got two and is. ups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. My down is VAR sucks. It's ruining the game. Um, also, on a completely different disconnected side of the coin, I was um, not watching the Daytona anything or of NASCAR. But I did see an advertisement where they said they were going to introduce soccer on one side of the infield for oh, a yeah. NASCAR race. No, and just I, like a straight soccer event. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a NASCAR event with soccer happening at the oh, same wait, time. What? Yeah, no. you got to read the fine print. Ew. It's yeah, no. and now that is why it is in my down. Yeah, but it's cool. I like it, the premise of it. But if I just it was just think by that, itself, like, that'd be one thing. But yeah, no. I don't know. The market mixing is like. I don't know if that's the market. Those those markets mix if there's overlap. Oh maybe, no! Oh no! Maybe there's something Definitely I don't not. know, and like people, they're smarter. They than don't, me. They don't take too kindly to the Jack to, and I to, are to the, the exception. Except, yeah, they know. don't mix. <laughs> I, I mean, I know like a handful of black folks who are like pretty inter- interested in like into you see, NASCAR. You got Jack, but that might be just hell. <laughs> no, no, no. It's more more than just no, Jack and Rashad for sure. It's just that's the interesting. But Mix. yeah, exactly. Ex- Niche that you're looking exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Like, I, it's, it's very slim. They are threading that needle. I, I don't know if there's a hole in the needle, honestly. It might be one of those ball points. It was just a soccer event, and they were holding it there because of the capacity. No, yeah, that's what because it, it could be a big club there, and it could fill the stands. Like, I mean, that would be cool, but you would still like have fans literally like a whole racetrack width away from, like, and, and I don't What's know. What's this comic sport y'all going on yeah, in the infield? It's, it's, it's not like a, a bird's eye sport. Like, you need to be a little bit closer than I think what the the, the, the scening provides for a NASCAR. Uh, and I've, I've been in a couple racetracks. So, like, this that's my perspective from is, is the, the way they would the propose to set it up. Of the track was always housed by like you know all the vehicles and stuff. That like is that. is this correct, Tony? Um, so they're going to essentially split off only, um, or the the infield will still be the infield for and, and like you know you can have the interaction where you go see the drivers and the garages and all that. But apparently, what they'd like to do is uh, in some sections of Nashville uh, NASCAR tracks, they have like a eighth of mile, a quarter mile setup, and it'll be over there. And that it looks to be in, in that sort of portion of the track and field um so um and that is where it's a straightaway um for those who don't know or are familiar with uh, motorsports 
the <clears throat> eighth mile and a quarter mile is going to be a straightaway. So that would align with being, you know, closer to the stands and maybe providing a better view for the fans. But I, I'm against it. So it, it goes in my down cam for sure. I'm not. Yeah. I, I didn't know that they were trying to do a, um, a NASCAR event with it. Like, yeah, that just seemed like a, with a, the a they don't have NASCAR when they play football at Bristol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but that's that, that's in my down bend, and I, I think I may only have one up and one down. So my up is going to be, um, for me, it's I'm happy that uh, Champions League is back in. Uh, I just got back in from a trip from Dallas, had a wonderful time. So the rodeo, nice just, yeah, man, I did hit the rodeo. Actually, my I might have two ups. My first real rodeo was in Dallas, Texas. Is that the one at the stadium? At Cowboys? the Stockyard. Oh, Stockyard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah he so there was if, another if, one over there. If y'all know about Dallas, Texas, and Fort Worth, uh, I think it's actually in Fort Worth, but it's, it's just so long to get anywhere. You think Atlanta traffic is crazy and it takes forever to get anywhere? Freaking go to Dallas. Dallas traffic <laughs> is, is, is another place. Yeah, bro. You got Dallas it's like, and no, it's like Fort Worth. 45 minutes to Fort Worth. Oh, we're meeting in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to see it. Bro, my, my lift receipts are ridiculous. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But, Next um, time you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was cool. So, I guess I have two ups. My first rodeo in Dallas, Texas. Shout out to the Stockyards. Shout out to Dependable Expendables. And my real soccer-related up is going to be I am so excited about the Champions League. Liverpool got knocked off their perch today. I didn't even watch the match except for like the last 12 minutes, but I just had faith that Atletico was going to do that business. Those are one of the teams in world football. I think that they're one of the hardest teams to beat. On any day, you can lose to Atletico Madrid. So watch the shit. No, they they came with it in the Stadium was rocking, of course. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it's going to be great, Simeone man. Simeone with Simeone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know r- repping up the crowd and stuff. Diego Costa makes his comeback uh, or makes his first appearance since like November. And the, and the or something. goal, it wasn't like sexy or anything like that. It was no, just a hard no, ball it was goal, it was which, it was athletic or right? Yeah, it was rough. Right, it, it was <laughs> like we're going to scrap for this. Exactly, and we got the goal, and that's how they won one nil. Now it's still one nil. You know, home and away leg is not safe. No, I think actually it would have been Especially better if they could have got that field. second goal. Yeah, if they got a second goal. Then it would have made the, the home leg for Liverpool really now you're a good NFL, match. Which is not a nice place to play. Well, I, I mean, for them to have to score three goals in yeah. NFL. Like, they've been doing that all season for like the last year and a quarter, if so, you will. It, it's it's going to be interesting. But no, yeah, kudos to them, man. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, we got we got uh, one review uh, from Tenetikus, uh five stars. Uh, great perspective. Uh, these guys keep it interesting and funny while covering more than just the big teams in football today. Appreciate it, man. You know who's funny? You're not funny. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. All right, shots. We're gonna have another poll. I guess we're doing no two if, polls if, this if, week. If, if you have that done so already, uh, a shout out to uh, the Ringo, the stat stack boy. Uh, he's a uh, Put, been putting out some surveys, you know. Try to say we're trying to make this show better for you guys, and uh, you know, trying to listen to you guys, and you know, make, all make, the feedback helps, is what Greg was trying to say. Absolutely. So make sure that you comment on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you fill out that survey link. Yes, uh, uh, Castbox, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find it. Next, I, I, I should. Find an app called Podcast Republic. They could find us too. I was like, okay, yeah, that's what's up. You know who just bought? Um, I think Spotify owns Anchor. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're buying. Um, what's that? I think you just said it. They just bought up another. Spotify owns the podcast game, y'all. But um, but yeah, yeah. Wherever you can um, find us, make sure like the Google FTC UTD. You'll definitely find us where uh, on pretty much any of uh, the major podcast apps. Um, uh, make sure that you go on to ftcutd.myshopify.com. We still got 20% off on all new name sets and name plates. So uh, for all the new jerseys that have been coming out uh, for for 2020, all the MLS kits, USL's about to be coming out pretty soon with uh, with their new kits. Uh, uh, Lace them up. Memphis 901. Get at me because I got something special coming for y'all. Mm. But uh, mm. so yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, like I said, we're going to be doing something with with these stickers. Uh, probably working on something sticker uh, pack, man. Yeah, for absolutely. all the Patreon. That's what I meant to say to you guys. Uh, Patreon. We're going, we're getting close to uh, releasing the Patreon, having that all set up. So for our Patreon members, we will likely be doing the first tier at. Um, with the sticker pack, so whatever we decide to do that at, expect to um, have a bunch of swag sent to your chosen address. Yes. Um, also, get on those polls, guys. We got a uh, what song was Ron Yans singing the <laughs> N word in? Well, please don't we, use we, the N word. We, 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 we want to know. We really want to know. Just tell us the song. We don't need lyrics. We don't need lyrics. But yes, uh, let's we'll get the point after that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, Tenetikus, hit us up. We uh, we'll, we'll have some for you as well. For uh, I appreciate you. Culture um, care package. Yes, culture uh, care package. But yes, uh, but yes, let us know which culture what you guys is. think. Always as always, hit us up on the social media. FTC UTD. <laughs> we're go- we're going to go head head back to the VAR box and, and do some more reviews. Can we do like a logo with the culture and we have the hands overlapping like this and culture care. You know, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go Care Bear with it. So, Ooh, let's, let's, let's I, I don't know. Because it. it's got the heart for like a, you know, you press the heart. It's, I don't know. What color would, would, it, would that Care Bear be? Alright, we're not gonna brainstorm with you guys on the pod. <laughs> but yeah, we love you. Yeah. Well, it's been real? Yes. Yeah, for, for, uh, for Coach, for TK, for Mary Canis, Grego, for Ringo, for Vera, for everybody. Coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We will see y'all next week. Actually, no, next week, Champions League. We'll see y'all in, in, in Kennesaw. Look out Actually, for us. We need to take it. Guys, hold on to this episode uh, for a little bit longer. Once we cut, we're going to have a brief review of the Scotia Big Champions League anthem versus the UEFA Champions League anthem. We will see y'all Maybe Tineticus is right That's the poll we want to see Who's fucking funny on this poll We will see y'all next week We are out